Hey everybody. So it is cold where I am and I just came back from a walk and wow, um, super, super cold. So I just want to pop on here today to talk a little bit about if you think you have thyroid disease or maybe you do have thyroid disease, we need to talk about this a little bit because there's a lot of questions that I get on the regular from people about their labs and about diagnosis. So I just wanted to go through some of those things with you today. And if you are new here or haven't seen me for a while, my name is Tiffany. I'm a board certified and licensed nutritionist, and I specialize in getting people's um, to feel and function their best, looking at their root causes with nutri nutrient deficiencies and really getting to the nitty gritty with their symptoms and helping them overcome it nutritionally, um, lifestyle wild lifestyle wise as well. So sometimes we go through life where we are extra stressed out or we not, we're not eating as well. And we have life events that happen that make us feel terrible. We have low energy. We might have depression and anxiety set in. We might just not be able to cope with all that's going on in life. And the perfect example of that for me was when I was in college, um, I had the stress of being in college I uh, struggled with migraines. Um, I had a lot of hard classes. My dad was very, very sick. And just college in general is stressful. And I was working a lot too. So it made sense that I was tired. It made sense that I probably got headaches. It made sense that I was probably anxious or maybe feeling depressed because there was all this stuff going on in my life that I had no control over. Plus I was in college trying to um, you know, make my way and figure out what I wanted to do in life. So it was just a lot. So I made it all make sense to me that my symptoms were just a normal part of the process. I mean, and, and then in addition, I was getting sick on a regular basis. So um, that was not a good setup for me. But the problem was, is when I would go to the doctor and look at, have them look at things, I would, I looked really healthy on the markers, on blood pressure, on um, lab work and my thyroid hormones were totally normal. Everything was normal, but I didn't know that they weren't testing all the values that you can test. So what you need to have them do, if you feel like you are struggling with a lot of those symptoms, and if you were to Google symptoms of hypothyroidism or thyroid disease, you would look up all these symptoms and probably you could find some that match up with it um, and then there's some that probably can match up with every one of them. There, there could be some aspect of a thyroid symptom that isn't thyroid, but if you don't have baseline testing, that's not really helpful. You should really get the whole picture at least one time. Um, so the other thing is, is that oftentimes people can have symptoms that persist for years and you could still show normal on your lab results. And I should be doing, you know, air quotes when I say normal, because sometimes the labs look normal, but we're definitely not normal and certainly not optimal. So let's take a look at some of those lab values that you should be having. Um, and the first one that they look at, and one of the only ones that they test most of the time is something called TSH, and it stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. All of this thing does is tells us how well the pituitary in your brain is talking to your thyroid gland. It doesn't tell us how much hormone, thyroid hormone, 
is available to the tissues in your body. It doesn't tell us anything about that. It just tells us what the pituitary gland is telling the thyroid to do. So that is why so many people fall into a normal range. The range for TSH is pretty broad. And I've even seen people be significantly out of range and their doctors just tell them, well, if you're doing okay, let's not medicate you. And I'm all about being conservative with medication, but I'm also about people actually feeling and functioning so they can thrive and not just barely get by every day. That's not how we're meant to live. I don't care how old you are. Um, the next marker that needs to be looked at is something called T4, and then you want it to be the free version of it. So the free unbound version of thyroid hormone, and, and that means what it's what's available to the receptors and all of your tissues, your cells in your body for thyroid hormone. So you, we need that number to be in the top quarter of the range. We need that to be in the top quarter of the range to feel like you have enough T4 because that is an inactive form of thyroid hormone that needs to convert into the more active form called T3. And that level should also be the free version of it. T3 is your more active hormone. It's your super duper um, active hormone that helps with your metabolism. It helps with your energy. It helps you, you know, be able to cognitively function well. And you want that to be in the top quarter as well. Okay. To be feeling like you're, you've got the energy that you want. So the T4 converts into the T3 and actually the T4 can be in the top half of the range. Um, even the middle of that range is pretty, pretty good for optimization. Then there are two markers called antibodies. And when we have antibodies to our thyroid, thyroid antibodies, that means our body, for whatever reason, is deciding to fight back at our own thyroid gland. That's an autoimmune response. And so we produce antibodies in that situation for the thyroid. One of them is called TPO, as in thyroid peroxidase, thyroid peroxidase antibody, um, some big words here, but TPO is might, might be how it's um, abbreviated on your labs. So they want that to be, I can't remember what the lab value is on that, but it's less than like nine or something, um, or maybe even let, it might be bigger than that, but it kind of doesn't matter because we don't really want any of them. And then there's one called thyroglobulin antibody. And sometimes there's, they're called something different on different labs. And we want that one to be less than, I think it's usually nine. Lab ranges are a little bit different, but bottom line is, is we don't really want any of those to show because if you have any elevation, even if it's not that high, it's saying that there's some inflammation going on in the body and your body is starting to not be friends with your thyroid gland. And let's just reiterate that the thyroid is super important. The thyroid literally has hormone receptors on every cell of the body. It literally affects every cell in the body. You need to have your thyroid functioning at optimum in order to feel and function your best. So if you have something attacking your thyroid gland, especially your own body, that's not a good thing. So then we look at what is the source of this inflammation? And if you have a good provider, they might look at antibodies and they'll say, you have Hashimoto's disease, 
or you have Graves' disease, depending on the types of markers they're looking at. Hashimoto's is more common. If you don't have a very good provider as far as being adept at looking at thyroid labs, they will say things like, oh, there's nothing you can do about that. Just, you know, go about your day, maybe take some Synthroid and, and that's all they really do. But I know as a functional medical nutritionist that there's a lot you can do to help tamp down that inflammation. So those are two markers that are really needed for understanding your thyroid levels. In, even if you took the took a lab with a full panel, which is hard to get, um, I'll send you or I'll put in a link that you can access a full panel on your own. Um, then if you fall into the optimal ranges for all of these, at least you have a baseline and then you can look at something else because we all like to blame the thyroid for everything because it does affect so many things. Then the other marker that is really important to have, and this is for sure not tested on the standard panel in most um, providers' offices, it's called reverse T3. And so remember when I said that the T4 needs to convert into T3, what happens in times of a lot of stress, poor diet, and too much T4 medications like Synthroid or the generic versions, it gets converted into reverse T3 instead of the active T3. So then we have this little holding tank of hormone that is still trapped and it doesn't get out into the cells and do the work. It's just stored there. So you can, if you have that number and you want that number to be between say nine and 12, <coughs> excuse me, the range is much bigger than that, but you want it to be in that, in that nine to 12 range because if it is higher than that, that means that your conversion, there's a problem with the conversion. And again, that's what needs to be dealt with to help you feel better. If your conversion is off, if you're not optimizing your own thyroid hormone in your body, then you're going to end up with some of those symptoms. And if you don't correct those things, looking at things nutritionally, lifestyle wise, um, you know, potentially some medications or even supplements for specific for thyroid then you might end up with a Hashimoto's. You might end up with overt hypothyroidism. You will continually to feel poorly. You potentially will end up with imbalanced female hormones if you don't already have that. You will end up with insulin resistance, prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, things like that. They all go hand in hand. And then we start seeing things where your you know, hair starts falling out or your cognition becomes impaired, where you just feel like you're in a brain fog all the time. Depression and anxiety, it all sets in. But if you know your numbers and you understand where you are, um, maybe you get medications, maybe you don't um, or don't need them, and that's totally fine. But you at least have to know what is going on so that you can mitigate any symptoms or look to do that and then choose medication or then choose like I need to look at something else that's going on in my body. So that is the goal with this. So if you have thyroid disease that you have been diagnosed with and you still feel like garbage, get those labs and make sure you are in the right parameters like I just described. And then if that's not the case, find a provider that will help you with that. I can help you um, work on that with your nutrition, of course. Um, and if you are someone who thinks they have thyroid disease, but all their tests come back normal, um, do another test like in this panel, I'll link for you here 
and then get that information, send it to me, and we can figure out how to work together. And if you need medications or potentially need medications, I absolutely can refer you out for that. So um, I hope this has been helpful, but this is something that people struggle with on a regular basis. And I really, really hope that you're able to uh, get this information, um, invest in the test, getting this full panel with the numbers you actually need. I wanna say it's about $150. Um, probably can't use insurance with this. You could self-submit it on your own, um, but at least you have one panel that is a baseline if you haven't been able to get these numbers before. So um, with that, I will let you go, but thank you for listening and I hope this is helpful and I'll be back next week with more information. Thank you. Bye-bye.